goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. It's such a slow news day. I don't even know where, what I'm going to do here today. It's just nothing happening out here. It's uh, Bo Snerly's Rush Hour on a Monday. There's no news to report, so I guess we'll just do phone calls. I don't know. Of course there's news to report. There's always news to report. You already know the news. We should call this Bloody Monday because the firing started a little bit before. Actually, Bloody Sunday and Bloody Monday. The firing started yesterday. The head of um, uh, Universal, NBC Universal, out, abruptly gone, by. He had an affair with somebody that worked at the company. And here's the thing with him, this guy, Shell. The, the affair ended two years ago, and they're just now getting around to firing him. And, of course, our friend, Tucker Carlson and Fox News have to quote the press release that Fox issued within moments of the news breaking, have parted ways. And of course, that news is being greeted, was being greeted with victory laps and gloating from the left. It looks like that some store, some, some outlets, it seems to me, almost had the goodbye story already written. There's a, if you print it out, a 26-page story in the Amazon Prime Washington Post. And this story says, or portends to tell us how Tucker Carlson became the voice of white grievance, like that's all he was, and like that's an accurate description of his program. And it's not. They go on and on to, oh, oh, the, 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 the Grio, where is that story? Because that was one of the most egregious ones. They just don't hold back their hate. The hate leaps off the page at this place, the root, the griot, the root. The headline is, by fool, exclamation point. Tucker Carlson finally acts from Fox according to shocking news statement. And it starts off this way. Fox News poster boy 
and renowned, renowned white supremacist Tucker Carlson has finally been booted from the network. And it goes on to say, Carlson rose to prominence on Fox after replacing Bill O'Reilly in the primetime lineup back in 2016. His his coverage was often deemed controversial, but it was incendiary, hateful, and downright racist. From calling Black Lives Matter a terrorist organization that endangers white people to peddling white replacement theory. Carlson spoon-fed the bigots that comprised his audience the exact kind of ignorance that left them wanting more. This racist little outfit over here, that charge about uh, um, peddling the, what do they call it, the white replacement theory, that is also echoed in the Amazon Prime Washington Post story. The white replacement theory is something that liberals have been talking about for decades. They have another name for it, and all you have to do is Google, and if you've been in the news business, just have it and have a good memory. Just go back and look at the articles that they printed and touted time after time about this was the browning of America. And white people better get ready. Their days are numbered. They're going to be the minority in America, the browning of America. And white people can't stand the fact that the the nation is browning. The left has been peddling this theory for years. But when it's convenient, then they claim it's a white supremacist theory. It's their own. And when you look at the underlying facts, what supports it is the idea that the nation is changing demographically as more and more minority people enter the country. Now, is there evidence for this? Of course there's evidence for it. This year alone, we have close to, I believe, if the number is accurate, or projected to have over 6.4 illegal immigration million illegal immigration immigrants to this country that is going to change the demographics of the country and if you compound that year after year after year decade after decade of illegal immigration yes there is a demographic change that is happening across America And it is not at all racist or white supremacist to point it out. Again, they point it out on the left when it suits the narrative that they want to push. A few hours after the story was released, When the news first broke, it just happened with a sentence or two. Then came the Fox News release. Then came a few assorted other stories. But it was well into the afternoon before the L.A. Times broke the story that Tucker Carlson had departed Fox News 
because he was pushed out by Rupert Murdoch. Of course, as we get into the details, and this, of course, after the Dominion lawsuit was settled. Again, the Amazon Prime Washington Post in another story, Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News after Dominion lawsuit disclosures. The bombastic, that's a word they used to describe Rush with, bombastic. Anytime you oppose liberalism, you are bombastic. You can be as awful as you want to, passionate as you want to, in tearing down conservatives. They don't apply the word bombastic to you. When you go after liberals, and if you have any degree of passion about it, then you are bombastic. The bombastic conservative was the network's most watched primetime host. Private communications made public in a recent lawsuit revealed his sharp criticism of Fox management. Now, you remember, Tucker was on this show not too long ago, and he talked about his private communications being exposed in this lawsuit, and he was not happy about it. Well, after the news of Tucker, we learned that Don Lemon had been fired from CNN. Don Lemon announced it himself on Twitter. I was informed this morning by my agent that I've been terminated by CNN. He said, I am stunned. After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought that someone in the management would have had the decency to tell me directly. At no time was I ever given any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work. I have loved at the network. It is clear that there are some larger issues at work. He didn't say what those larger issues was. Well, within about an hour or two of that, CNN released a statement that said Don Lemon's statement about this morning's events is inaccurate. He was offered an opportunity to meet with management but instead released a statement on Twitter. Now, the way I read this is I'm going to take Don Lemon's side in this. They never said we didn't, they said inaccurate. Hinging on the part that he said, hey, these people didn't have the decency, no one from management called me myself. They did not say no. We did, we 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 talked to him. We didn't talk to his agent. He said very specifically in the morning he heard from his agent, "Hey, 
They just fired you. Now put yourself in Don Lemon's place. I mean, I know that many of you don't want to. But you work for a company 17 years. You've been the face of that company at some times. They fire you through your agent. And then they say, oh, do you want to come meet management? So For what? So they can tell you once again that you're fired? You already know you're fired. Why am I going back? They don't even give this kid a chance to go clean out his locker. Ooh, I wonder what they're going to find in his locker. They'll probably have somebody go through his personal items, pack up his box, and ship it to him, maybe. Or just put it out on the curb. They come pick it up. But it sounds to me, from the information that we have, that this was opportune. It's like, oh, it's firing day. They're firing over at Fox. Let's get rid of our problem, too. And I'm putting my, those words in, in the management. Tucker Carlson, to me, was never a problem and should have never been the problem. Oh, no, here we go again. Terrorist theme. We'll deal with that when we get back. We have to take a commercial break. But I'm with Don Lemon on this one. Agent calls you, hey, you've been fired. Oh, you you want to sit down with management? No. I'm out of here. I'm out of here today. Seems to me, girl, you know I've done all I can. Oh, what a day. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-WABC. And we're coming back. Your telephone calls most certainly welcomed. Oh, Nikki Haley is having a... Nikki Haley says Don Lemon's firing is a great day for women everywhere. And then she went on to say, now let's get the men out of women's sports. Hashtag still in my prime. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. W-A-B-C. Talk Radio 77 in New York. 
here on Bloody Monday. It's a media day. You know, there are more layoffs at ESPN. I just saw that story. That's part of the 7,000 people that are being laid off from Disney. Lyft, the auto, the, 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 the ride-sharing company, has announced layoffs. Bed Bath & Beyond has filed for bankruptcy. There's a story today that the retail sector is going to experience massive brick-and-mortar closings within the next year or two. Yeah, Bloody Monday. Let's go to the telephones. Let's start with a complaint. I see, at least, at least I believe it's a complaint by what it says on the line. From Jack in Missouri. How are you, Jack? Hello, Mr. Snurley. Nice to talk to you, sir. I was so disgusted the other day. Sat mm-hmm. on the line for an hour wanting to talk about gun control. I'm 80 years old. Been around the block a couple of times. Been yeah. to Perry, Perryville many, many times. But mm-hmm. I got on the phone, waited and waited and waited, and you went through this rant trying to sound like the Kingfish from Amos and Andy. I was so let down because I've always treated you with the utmost respect, and that just took that respect away from me when you went on and oh, on. Oh, I'm sorry you don't respect me because I do a show the way that I want to do a show, and I don't take I every call that comes in because I can't during the course of the show. And I'm so sorry you didn't. Do you also don't like when I do the Ebonic accents too? Because you know I do those once in a while too. I like it when you talk straight, and you do so well at it. I was used And I appreciate that. That's a breath of fresh air. But, boy, I had some points that I thought were good on gun control, and uh, I listened to Well, go ahead. Tell us your good – tell us your never-heard-before points on gun control. Because, you know, we've been talking about gun control now for, what, three decades? And I'm sure you have some new points that we've never heard before. So, please, your floor is yours. Go right ahead. No, please don't try to belittle my conversation. I'm not belittling it. You call here complaining about my doing a show the way I want to do the show, and you lost respect for me because you had important points on gun control. And I'm just saying to you, and I'm really trying to respect your point of view, let us hear your points on gun control. Okay, we've closed the Democrats and Republicans for over 50 years have been closing our nuthouses, our insane asylums, our institutions that took took care of people that shouldn't be on the street. We have a five- year mandatory Sullivan law, never, never imposed. Uh, I used to be a citizen who get a right of, I believe it's maintenance to make an official do what he's sworn to do. We just look the other way. We want to make more laws, more laws. When we have the laws on the books, we have a mandatory one year. It's never done. I read about these people, fifth offense, gun offense, fifth offense, you know, and uh, it sickens me. It saddens me that we can't get somebody in there to do the job that they were sworn in to do. And instead of liberty, take people like de Blasio's wife, a billion dollars went missing. There's no accountability for a billion dollars. It was supposed to help homeless people, supposed to help people, mental people, but no, 
and everybody wants to talk about, let's take all the guns away. Yeah, they'll start killing you with gallons of gasoline like they do in other countries. It just, it saddens me, and I have so much respect for you. And I listen to you, uh, I listen to you three hours on Saturday, an hour every day. But, boy, that that just saddened me. You have such good points and such good delivery. Uh, well, you raise such I've good got- points, and I'm glad you call with them. And I'm sorry that you held on the line. I hate leaving callers on the line for long periods of time, and I... I I apologize for that. I'm very sorry I left you hanging online. Are we good now? We're good now, but I understand okay. that you can be hanging online, and I was willing to do it. But after a while, geez, I'm... And I know, I and then you had to listen to me doing this, this old Southern accent thing. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. You're, you're not there. You're not there. It's, I mean, like, yeah, that's right. I should be trying to do that. I shouldn't be trying to imitate them Southerners. Right. I don't think you could. I think that's a vaudeville act, and I. I'm tired it's a vaudeville act. Now, now, I, now you know you, you're getting ready to step on the line here. You're getting ready to call me vaudevillian, okay? And I, I, I let that other thing go with that King Fisher thing. You know that has racial overtones, don't you? I like listening to you. Please you continue. know that has racial overtones, don't you? But I let that go. Right? You don't complain when I do ebonic stuff, do you? Nope. I don't. I'm, you're, I'm off the track. Do you complain when I do my Jamaican accent? Nope. I like when you do your normal, everyday, common sense. Well, I like approach. to do all of it because you know what? That's what makes me happy. Go on. And I'm glad yeah. that you called, though, and you raised some great points. So Thanks are we can. cool now? Are we cool? We're cool. And you have a good right. day, sir. I'm okay, you have a good day, too. Now, I could have just told him, ladies and gentlemen, man, I ain't stood in you. But I didn't say that. I didn't go there. I took the call, apologized for leaving the man on hold, because he, even though he lost respect for me, I think he got it back. And I like happy endings. And here we are on WABC on a day of unhappy endings. Well, at least we have one happy ending. We're coming back. In a moment, 800-848-WABC. On this, the media, Bloody Monday. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. There's a reason this is an anthem, okay? There is a reason. Hey, Scott. Yes? You're fired. You know what makes this... this what? It's so awkward because I don't really work here. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Never mind. 
Okay, I Scott, Tucker Carlson does not need my advice. But let me just say something that many of you are not going to like before I give Tucker Carlson some unwanted advice. He didn't ask for advice. He doesn't need it. Tucker's a great guy. But let me just say something that will maybe tick some of you off. And I don't, I'm not trying to provoke you, but this is a legitimate point of view. When you are in media, I don't care who you work for, whatever corporation you work for, when you work for a corporation as an employee, as I do, as many of us do, they can fire you whenever they want to. And that just comes with the territory. And if you enter into a media relationship thinking it's going to last forever, you are wrong. I don't care who you are. History shows that very few of us have what Rush had, which is the ability to outlast any controversies that you're involved in. And there's a reason. You know, Russia was fired seven times, five to seven times along the way. And one of the things that he did was when he came back this last time around, as he said, nobody can fire me. I own my own show. He owned his show, which is rare. And he teamed up with partners, and he syndicated that show out. So he became his own boss. Now, you still have to get placed on media outlets, and so they can take you off, and they can hurt you. But if you own your own show, they can't stop you from doing your show. And so, hence my advice to Tucker. People are saying, oh, he needs to go to this place. Oh, he needs Nope, Tucker, own your own. Because Tucker can own his own. He has got a fan base of millions of people. He can own whatever thing he decides to do next and work on a distribution however he wants to distribute it is a different matter. But he doesn't ever have to find himself in a position again where somebody comes and tells him, oh, we don't like what you're saying or what you said, goodbye. Wouldn't it be cool, though, if he just showed up at CNN tomorrow? Wouldn't that just just be something about that. That would just be awesome. Some people are saying, wouldn't it be cool if he shows up at, C- at CNN and Don Lemon shows up in primetime at Fox? <laughs> Don Lemon's on Fox. <laughs> yeah. Let's take some calls. Let's let's see what people are thinking about that. Mario in Manhattan. You're on WABC Talk Radio 77. Hello, Bo. Uh, hey, Mario. And I like, I like Tucker Carlson. I think more of this meets the eye. I think more of this might meet the FBI. But I'm going to tell you about something quick on Friday. This American Marine and this American Marine mongrel were heading up to the VA hospital on East 23rd on the Manhattan M15 bus up First Avenue, just short, maybe the 18, East 20th Street. There's a pounding on the bus outside. I look back. I see 13 passengers in the back. Then I'm moving, pounding all along the side of the bus. Then it's to the side of the bus, the front entrance door. There's a psycho trying to force the door open. The driver was a rookie. I said to her, don't open any portals. Keep everything closed. He's pounding, trying to get his hands in, screaming. And then he goes to the front windshield. He's pounding on that. He's pounding, trying to get her through the side door, the little window of the driver. I said, keep it closed. He comes to the side door, tries to force it open. I hoist myself out of the wheelchair. I grab ahead my heavy wooden cane. My 111-pound dog is with me. And we're there. We're the cane just inside the door. And I said, you are not getting in. Go away. 
stop bothering people. He, if you don't get, she drove my rent over my stuff, and if, if he doesn't give me a thousand dollars, I'll kill her. I said, you're not killing anyone. Get out of here. Go, go in peace and get out. He's screaming, yelling again. The dog's barking at him. Did Thank he leave? Showed up. Two cops showed up because oh. Bo, he started taking his clothes off at Alto Mezzo Jordan on high noon in broad daylight on Friday. Two cops Good came grief. over. He's yelling at them, screaming. He ended up in handcuffs. Maybe wow. they can't hold him on bail, but they well, can. The judge can order him held for psychiatric treatment, even at least through the weekend. And you know the saddest part, Bo? What? Nobody gave me backup. I said to the 13 passengers, call 911, call the cops. None of them even called the cops, even though their own butts were on the line. You believe that? Mario, I believe it. And you know what else I believe? I believe that New York is as safe as Alvin Bragg and, and, and Mayor Adams tell us it is. And this is just a, another example of how safe New York is under Democrat Party rule. Thank God no one got hurt, Mario. Thank you for the call. Ted in Staten Island, you're up next. Oh, my God. I got on with the man. Um, quick thing. I agree with Don Lennon. I'm 75 years old. I'm a contractor in Staten Island. I worked for a big company, owned thousands of shopper centers for 29 years. In fact, I held seminars for them and taught their property manager about snow removal, uh, waste removal, asphalt paving. I so what a, do you agree with Don Lemon about? Okay. He has every right, and I agree when I'm not going into that meeting, because they wanted a meeting with me. In the beginning of the meeting, they said, at the end of this meeting, you may not be working for us anymore. I should have walked out then. And I agree with him not going after he got fired. What are they going to do? They can't do nothing. They already did it. Boom. Thank you, Ted. Appreciate it. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley. It is Media Bloody Monday. On WABC and around America, we're coming back. More of your calls coming up. Don't go away. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This Friday, April 28th, starts opening weekend. For your Staten Island Ferry Hawks in 77, WABC has your free tickets. Join 77 WABC host and the Staten Island Ferry Hawks for opening night, April 28th, 7 p.m. Catch the excitement of Ferry Hawks baseball. All you have to do is go to wabcradio.com slash ferryhawks. You'll grab your free pair of tickets. Catch the excitement of Ferry Hawks Baseball, WABCRadio.com slash Ferry Hawks. Grab yourself a free pair of tickets. Opening night, April 28th. Johnny in Sullivan County, you're on WABC, Boston Airlines Rush Hour. How are you, Johnny? How are you, James? Great show. I listen to you all the time. You're the best. And I'm one of the 
the million uh, Tucker Carlson big-time fans. He's phenomenal. And also, I agree with you with uh, Don Lemon. I'm with Don Lemon on this one as well. However, um, I just want to state um, this Dominion lawsuit where they settled for, like, God knows how many millions of dollars. I don't understand why Fox didn't countersue them. The First Amendment goes two ways, both ways. It, just, just, it doesn't go just their way. People have a right to hear certain things. That old saying, I may not agree with what you said, but I'll fight with my life. You're right to say it. Whatever happened to those days? I don't understand why well, Fox yeah, didn't look, like that. Because they thought they were going to lose. There's only one reason to cave in. Because you think you're going to lose. And they cut their losses in half by settling. That's, I mean, come on, let's just... They were being sued for $1.6 billion. And the the judge had already chastised them. And it looked like the judge, I'm not saying the judge had it in for them, but I'm saying the judge had chastised them on some of the issues surrounding discovery. And you saw all the stuff that was leaked in the press about Dominion's case. In addition to that, they were going to call all of these people out of the Fox empire put them up on the stand. And now you one thing we don't know, none of us knows, is how people are going to perform on the stand under that kind of pressure. There could be a lot of reasons that the, the people, the lawyers at Fox said, look, this isn't worth the risk that we're going to lose it. Settle it. And by the way, Dom- Dominion's not through. They're still going after individuals, and they're going after other companies that they say defame them. One of the things that I hope comes after all of this is because there are still so many people in this country that have, um, how shall we say, less than faith in our election system. I think that this is a wake-up call for the legislators across this country, both on the state and the federal level, to really take a look at election integrity and figure out how they can deliver to the American people what the American people deserve, which is having fair and free elections where people don't have to raise questions about even the appearance of wrongdoing. And with all the technology we have at our disposal, including blockchain technology in this society, It is possible to do that. Let's go to Danny in Wayne, New Jersey. Hi, Danny. How are you? Hello, James. Um, Susan Rice, uh, Biden's economic advisor, walked out the door after destroying our economy, and I think she was behind the open border. How could she just walk away now? Because she's done. She did the damage that she's going to do, and now it's on to the next thing. She's a politician, just like she survived the Obama years. She came in under Joe Biden, and you just nailed it. I mean, the destruction to the American economy. Folks, there are a lot of people in the banking sector that still say, regardless of the uh, what appears to be stability in the banking sector, we're not through with the shakeouts there. I just briefly said and reported an article that I read that the brick-and-mortar operations of many stores are under threat. And there's expected, it's not just Bed Bath & Beyond, but many other retailers are experiencing hardship. 
There are people that are forecasting a recession, but for many people in the United States, <laughs> that train has already left the station. They're not doing as well as they were doing before. And it is affecting their finances gravely. All you have to do is go to the store and notice it. Look, even coffee. I just I just placed an order from, for coffee from my favorite place, which is Empire Coffee and Tea in New York. The cost per pound of coffee has, it's not just a little bit. It has shot up astronomically over the course of the Biden administration. People are suffering out here. So Susan Rice, Miss Architect of a lot of policy, yeah, the policies are, are damaging. So what better time to leave? And then go on to the next thing. Thank you for the call, Danny. Ira, Long Island, you're up next. Hi, Bo. Thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to say, I, I think that Tucker is not just a regular ho-hum uh, conservative host. I, I think he's one of those people out there that had insightful analysis. You know, he, he was like a, he was like, he was up there like with Rush, with Victor Davis Hanson. And at the same time, he he was just like very telegenic. And that's why he commanded. So I'm going to miss him. And I hope he doesn't like end up on some podcast where he's hardly seen. The, did you did you happen to hear the last thing he said Friday night on his last show? He was talking us, about mm-hmm. he was talking about not just the Democrats wanting to import a lot of migrants to because they tend to go to California and, and to states that are already liberal. They want to work on the suburbs. So one of the things they're doing is they want to impose a tax on people who have good credit, punish them, and make them subsidize people who have bad credit so that the, the, the suburbs can become democratic now. That was one of the things he talked about. And it was, like, very shocking. I said, who has a take like that? I mean, only, like, Tucker is up there. So I'm going to miss him. I hope that... He comes back stronger than ever. When I first heard the news, I went to um, the Daily Caller, which is one of the sites, websites that he co-founded. It doesn't own it anymore. And I wanted to see what they said. And uh, they had Stephen Miller speculating that he might want to run for president. That would be great. But, uh, you know, I I doubt that. Well, Tucker is an exceptional, exceptional broadcaster. And I know in my heart, and I hope you do too, that, well, I don't know, I hope, that Tucker does come out of this stronger than ever before on a platform that he owns would be my hope. He, We deserve to hear more from Tucker. And I'll tell you what, if you just look at the hatred and the gloating today from these left-wing publications and these left-wingers, you will understand why Tucker was so feared. They feared him because he was so effective. Does that sound familiar? It should. Anyway, my friends, Mondays, Bloody Monday, Bloody Monday, done here. Media Bloody Monday. We'll be back Tuesday. Tomorrow's Mark Stein Day. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you and... Of course, your family and loved ones. God willing, back tomorrow at 4 o'clock. See you then. Bye.